My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to episode 31 of the Oddscast podcast. I'm Donald DeLeo alongside Joe Delera, Terry Takes, producer Corey. Quarantining, self-isolating, but this week, very special episode, a full NFL draft extravaganza. Uh, really the first time we've seen uh, action that we have, uh, we, we all know and and appreciate coming to us, and that's on Thursday. We're releasing this pod Wednesday morning. Um, how are you guys doing today? You guys excited to finally uh, see the NFL draft? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. I feel like... Um there's names that I understand and that I can pronounce. Um, I know anything like a little bit about at least all these people. Um, and I'm not betting on like Belarusian soccer. So this is great. This is a very exciting time. Terry. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good. It's something to look forward to. It's a shame. It's not right now. Uh, the weight is killing me. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get these players and we get to see them on the field in the fall. Not to be a Debbie Downer. Yeah, I think that's something we just got to hope and cross our fingers and uh, just, uh, you know, pray. But we're going to start out talking. Terry, I want to hear from you because this draft is um, interesting just because the first two picks – seem to be set in stone. I mean, obviously Burrow to the Bengals. I, I really can't see them going in a different direction. Uh, Chase Young to the Redskins at two, even though Snyder and the Redskins are always a wild card. It seems that the odds have really uh, settled on those two being the first two picks. And then the Lions at three really start where this draft goes haywire and usually that's the case i've been betting nfl drafts for the last four or five years and there's always a pick that starts everything there's always a pick that could essentially be traded and right now pick three the lions and more importantly probably is the two versus herbert debate that the line uh, that the dolphins seem to be having internally terry as a, as a dolphins fan what do you know? What do you see with the beat writers? What's what's happening down in Miami? Because that's probably going to be the uh, the place or the spot where everything kind of goes haywire. Yes, Dominic, I'm on an emotional roller coaster the past few days. It's, um, but it seems the beat writers seem to be most of them seem to be pushing for. The Dolphins to draft Tua. Uh, apparently, there's a split, you know, internal debate between Herbert and Tua. Um, Herbert has the physical attributes. He's not hurt. That's always a plus. Um, and Tua is just, I think, a better all-around football player. Um, so, yeah, it's going to come down to, you know, I guess who's available. I don't think they're going to trade up. Um well, so you don't think they're going to trade up because that was the thought initially. There was a lot of we even talked about it on the podcast a couple of episodes ago that Tua over three and a half, under three and a half. They were going to trade up to the three. They have a lot of draft capital, three picks in the first round. Um, but you're saying right now that you don't think they're going to trade up. No, I don't think they'll trade up because I think they're happy taking either either quarterback. Um, and I think Greer, their GM, has only traded up once in his career um so i don't i don't really i don't think they're going to trade up um because i i don't think the chargers have enough draft capital to make it you know if there's a bidding war the dolphins win i just don't they have too many holes to just be thrown away some first round picks on 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 tua unless they you know have assurances about his hip and feel confident that he's he's their guy um but i don't know i'm a dolphins fan i'm ready to be disappointed (laughs) well i mean realistically if the season is you know you talked about it even in the beginning uh about hopefully playing in the fall like if this season gets pushed back a little bit or two it doesn't have enough time and the dolphins had already you know some fans when when trevor lawrence coming out next year they already kind of had the expectation that this is going to be a multi-year rebuild anyway. So why give up capital um, for a quarterback? Or like, what's the what's the real 
um, negatives to just letting two or Herbert fall in your lap and even not taking one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's year two of a three year rebuild. Um, and if, I mean, I like Simmons, Isaiah Simmons. So if he's there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it if they took him. But I mean, if we're, if we're going to get down to brass tacks, I want the Dolphins to take Tua. Tagovailoa. I've been practicing his last name uh, in hopes that he'll be a Dolphin Um, just because I think he's just a great quarterback and he's competitive and all of his teammates love him and he just he has vision. He works safeties like half the NFL quarterbacks don't Um, and he's just I don't know. He gives me he gives me butterflies in my stomach. The fact that he could such a electric playmaker could be on the Dolphins behind center. Terry looks like he's in love. Dolphins at five. Joe, I want to talk to you about the team picking ahead of the Dolphins. The Giants at four. Also a team that um, has been linked to some trades. They, they seem yeah. to want to trade down. Um, but they're at four. And, the, you know, we talked about this three, four, five, six with the Lions, Giants, Dolphins, and Chargers yeah. really being the question marks all over this draft and trying to predict it, trying to bet it. What are you hearing from the Giants beat writers? Who do you want? What do you think is going to happen with the Giants at four? So there's like a lot of noise about the Giants. Uh, at first, it seemed like there was like a lot that they were going to take Simmons. And basically in every mock, uh, say like two weeks ago, had Simmons going to the Giants. Now it looks like there's been a change of uh, thought process or philosophy. And I think it, it ultimately makes more sense because they're, it looks like the giants are going to be drafting an offensive lineman and it's more a matter of, is it going to be wills or is it going to be works or if they trade down, um, then maybe somebody else, but it looks like they're right now, it seems like they're in a position to keep the four pick. It doesn't feel like there's an urgency from the dolphins or from the, like the chargers to leapfrog, uh, want to like in trade up to ensure they get the quarterback they want. Um, it just seems like there's not a lot of demand right now for that four pick. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. the giants are in an interesting like, spot. Just because, well, who do you want them to pick as a Giants I think, fan? I would want them to take Wills at this point. Um, Why? I think you just invested to, like, I love I love Simmons. I think his talent is incredible. Um, and then our defense is not good at all, really. But I think that, you know, when you invested two first-round picks back-to-back years in offensive players, namely a quarterback and a running back, you need to give them the tools to succeed. And you're mm-hmm. going to do that by getting an offensive lineman from Alabama who's put out good offensive linemen in the past. So, you know, uh, it's a good pipeline school for that. So take the best guy on the board in terms of offensive line. Sometimes, yeah, I, the be- sometimes the best tools though are competition. How do you feel about the giants taking maybe Tua or Herbert to push, you know, <laughs> Daniel Jones, just absolutely insane. That would be so stupid. Yeah. Cause they were talking to Herbert apparently. Uh, or like his people. Um, so I don't know what that was about. Maybe just to try to gauge if somebody was interested to trade up or something like that. But I don't know. Gentlemen yeah, just wanted I, to I, see if he still had it, you know? <laughs> wants to know if he can like... He's in a relationship, it, you know? but he's out at the bar with his friends. Just wanted to see if he still had it. Uh, I think that <laughs> the... the the two interesting positions in this draft, um, you know, obviously quarterbacks always the most interesting because those are the faces of the franchise, you know, teams, it's the most um, noticeable player on the field. Um, but the two most interesting positions I think this year are the wide receivers and the offensive linemen, because the wide receivers, there's three, I mean, between Judy lamb and rugs, there's three wide receivers that, could potentially be number one wide receivers either next year or down the road. Um, and then there's offensive linemen without a, there's three, there's four offensive linemen really without a like top tier franchise left tackle kind of guy. And that's, you know, and, and they're not ranked like high in the top 10 on, on people's big boards. They're, you know, eight, they're 12, they're 10, uh, between Thomas, Werfs, Wills, and Mech, uh, Becton. And if you're thinking, like, I always try to think in terms of general manager trends, 
And the trends usually are teams looking towards the best player available. And I understand positional need is huge, especially on the offensive line. You know me, I'm a big trenches guy, but there's not a lot of top tier offensive lineman talent here. Um, And it's going to be interesting to see. I think if the giants were wanted to take the best player available, they would probably take Simmons. Um, who's, yeah. you know, who's third on Josh Edwards on CBS sports.com's big board. And I think he's the best player, um, probably outside of young, um, in this draft, just because of his positional flexibility, his kind of new age defensive style. He can cover tight ends, yeah. he can cover slot receivers. He can spy on a, on a speedy quarterback, which seems to be, you know, the logical, uh, defensive move to teams that are going with mobile quarterbacks. So, um, I love Simmons in this draft. He's probably my favorite prospect in this draft. I'm going to be all over markets. Um, just because I think, I hope, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping teams think like that and he goes in the top six. Um, but you know, these teams are drafting in the top six for a reason, um, uh, because they're bad. So, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough balance, but what, what do you guys think about the wide receiver market, the offensive line market and how are you betting it? Uh, Corey, producer Corey has his hand raised. Yes. Um, <laughs> as someone who's been a great Giants fan who has blown so many picks over the last few years and refused to address the issue of the offensive line, if we don't start drafting offensive linemen or at least taking high-asset picks and then trading them for offensive linemen, I will be praying to our dear Lord and Savior, anybody, insert name here, uh, for this coronavirus to cancel the next season because I cannot watch another fucking quarterback get killed every Sunday. That is so all. you want them to draft yeah. Will? <laughs> the biggest human beings possible. That is all. And a lot of Giants talk. Jeez. Why don't you, right. why don't you call Francesa and give you a Don't tell me how it's fixed. I don't want to hear that. Well, that's kind of like the interesting thing with these offensive linemen, like the Giants have been linked to Werfs. They've been linked to Wills. Um, Becton impressed at the combine. Um, you know, there's some sites that have Thomas from Georgia as the top offensive lineman. I think you can like realistically, a lot of these markets have Wills as the top offensive lineman drafted. Um, I think, you know, there's a chance that the Giants, you know, a, that the Giants don't draft an offensive lineman and, if that doesn't happen, I think you're looking at teams that really any any of the offensive linemen can surprise. So if you're looking yeah. at some of the positional markets for offensive linemen, first offensive lineman drafted, Wills is minus 167, Werfs plus 200, Thomas plus 600, Becton 11 to 1. Um, I would probably sprinkle a little bit on Werfs plus 200, even Thomas plus 600, you know, there because, you know, the giants could surprise and not take wills. I don't think that's a done deal. Um, they've been linked to Werfs, and he's a big 10 guy. And, um, there's some big 10 connections there with the giants, but I think that that's a, a solid play. And, and, you know, I think offensive linemen and wide receiver are kind of the same here where any of these guys can be picked first. Um, if you look at the wide receiver market rugs, um, from Alabama played opposite Judy, Judy's plus 110, Lamb's plus 110 from Oklahoma, Ruggs plus 300. But Ruggs is like that Tyreek Hill, 42840. You know, you saw the Chiefs really win a Super Bowl, partly because of Tyreek Hill's speed and that third and 20 play with Mahomes just throwing it deep to him. Teams might be enamored with Ruggs. And I think that, you know, if you sprinkle a little bit on these wide receiver offensive line markets, I think you might uh, see a bit, you know, see a little bit of a payday. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I will say that I saw a tweet from some dumbass uh, Washington. I think it was Washington beat writer saying that the doll that she had um, multiple sources saying that the Dolphins were interested in trading up to the third pick with the Lions uh, to pick uh, an offensive lineman, which is named Georgia. And I almost threw my phone out my window. Your problem is my dream scenario. But, I mean, yeah. it makes no sense, like Don was saying, that, I mean, literally all these four linemen are so comparable um, that doing such doing such an egregious act, <laughs> I, would, I would stop watching football. Stop? Well, that's, that's bold. Yes. But 
Um, what do you think right now? Like, we have Burrow at one, Young at two, and we're going to give our draft slips out um, in a little bit where we just give four or five picks that we're playing with. Similar to what we did with the Super Bowl props, we all made money there. Um, and, you know, hopefully we do the same again here. But you look at Burrow, Young, and then the Lions at three. If they don't trade, they've been linked to Okuda from Ohio State, the cornerback, and they have now more recently um, been linked to um, Derek Brown, the defensive lineman from Auburn. Where do you think they go at three? Uh, I I think that I know Okuda was on most of the mocks, um, but I, 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 I think there's more. Do you want me what they're going to do or what I would bet? Cause I would, what bet, you would bet what you I would. would okay. Bet. Then I would bet. I'm, I think that they'll go with Derek Brown. Um, D tackle from Auburn because they just signed. Um, I forget the cornerback's name. They just signed a quarterback. Well, I can't think of his name. I wrote it down. And I can't find it. Well, they traded away Darius Slay, who was kind of on, you know, he's in that weird spot where he's probably going to regress as of age. Yeah. Why can't I think of the guy's name? Anyway, um, so the, I mean, they they ranked in the bottom bottom third of the league in sacks, and their defensive line could could use a decent amount of upgrades. So I think Derek Brown is a decent pick at um, if you go third overall pick and they don't trade, he's four to one on. I think what, what do we say, DraftKings? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I plus think 400 Derek there. Brown top three right now or third overall pick third overall yeah I think there's some more value there than um, Okuda and actually cornerback uh, hasn't been drafted in the top three I think since like Sam Shields in like 98 so it's the the history of cornerbacks going top three not a lot there um, yeah, Joe I, I know you're I don't get that why you would draft a cornerback third well, I mean, especially just, when you have Kirk Cousins in the league you can't throw to anyone <laughs> that's a shot at you Dom <laughs> I don't know what this revisionist history of me loving Kirk Cousins Love. I just say I just say that he is a he, he's a quarterback that has performed fairly well like he's not a a great quarterback but he is he's a quarterback he got his team to a divisional playoff game last year yeah, so whatever yeah, I mean, I struggle to, I struggle to see them going. I feel like it's just the betting market. Just as soon as they traded Darius Slay, just kind of penned in uh, a cornerback to be drafted there. But like, I, I struggle to see. Like, like you just said, a cornerback hasn't been drafted in the top three in however many years. Like, I feel like I'm. It's just like a weird situation. Like, I don't. I'd imagine that they're going to go with um, somebody that might be a little bit safer as a pick than necessarily a cornerback. I don't know. I just feel like some of those defensive players, um, like defensive tackle position, you can move them around a little bit more. I feel like it's a safer choice for that team. And Patricia has been historically a wild card drafter. I mean, I think he took Hawkinson at like nine last year. Yeah. Um, so, and tight ends should not be going in the top 10. Um, so it's, I mean, maybe they should be, I don't know if he's trying to get ahead of the curve, but He's been prone to making some weird decisions before in the past. So I think that, you know, there's been links to Brown being a top pick, um, but Patricia likes his line. I don't know. I think it's worth the sprinkle a little bit on plus 400 there. There's just so many Desmond. Sorry, Desmond Trufant. They signed Desmond Trufant. Terry, there's just so much, so many options here to bet. If you're, advising like a first time NFL draft better because you know people could be betting sports right now there's no sports at all somebody who's been betting baseball uh, betting the NBA they look at the NFL draft right now as the you know the only thing that they can really bet besides Belarusian soccer and Russian table tennis what do you say to them like what's your strategy as you look at these, just this plethora of options um, that can seem overwhelming at times. Um, I would, you know, take your time, go through, identify, at least have an idea going into it, what you're looking for. Um, obviously things are going to jump out while you go through. Um, but if you have an idea of like where you think certain players are going to go, you can, 
you can go through and, you know, certain bets will jump out at you. Um, and definitely, you definitely want a line chop just because there's so many different, they vary so much in these uh, like events based betting opportunities where mm-hmm. no one knows what's really going to happen. So you definitely want to have, you know, your accounts opened up and fully funded to be able to, you know, hop hop back and forth to find, you know, if you find a, a bet you like on one site, definitely, you know, check to see, you know, if it's maybe an exotic bet, you check to see if it's available elsewhere. But if it's just, you know, a straight over under, check the lines, check the odds, you know, some, some places have better odds, less big. So that would be, it's very generic, boring advice, but I mean, there's a plethora of options and it's, it's not easy to, you know, go through all of them just take some time um before we get into our bet slips you might be teasing it a little bit here but how are you betting to um here this draft uh yeah so that i mean i'm putting this on my bet slip so uh i'm i'm betting to uh to the dolphins i think um i guess a lot, a lot of beat writers came out with that. There's been some reports that Stephen Ross said that Herbert's not even being considered. So I, I mean, that's, I mean, seems outrageous. Um, but I'm betting to it to the dolphins, whether they trade up to three, whether, you know, they stay at five, they trade up to four. Um, it just, I think that's, that's where he's going to go. Um, I got it at one fifty on DraftKings. It's now down to even odds. I'd still, I'd still take it. Um, DraftKings has a twenty percent odds boost that you could take advantage of to bump that up to plus one twenty or yeah, one twenty. Um, I just, I, it doesn't make sense for me to me. I think the Dolphins are going to take quarterback unless you know the Chargers trade up and take Tua, which I don't, I don't see them doing. Um, because just the injury history that the Chargers players have had over the past three years, the fact that in this coronavirus offseason where they don't get to examine players, that they would then take a player coming off a devastating hip injury. I can't see the Chargers having the stomach to do that. Um, and for just the Dolphins, Tua versus Herbert, Tua is just a better player than Herbert, and it would be absurd for the dolphins to draft the worst player because injury history. And if you're going to, as a GM for job security, say, you know, say, Oh, well I took the safe choice because he doesn't have, I took a worse player with no injury history, as opposed to the better player with an injury history. I don't understand how that's the safer choice by taking the worst player. Yeah. yeah. Especially totally when all the fans and are clamoring for Tua to then, I think it's worse for your job security to take, you know, the safer pick than it is to swing for the fences for a franchise that's been muddling in medioc- mediocrity since 2000. So I think this is this is the year they they go for it. I think Tua to is the the bet or Tua to the Dolphins is the bet. Yeah. I uh, piggyback on that like a little bit because you talked about the DraftKings booster. I'm going to try to keep an eye on um, this because PointsBet also has a booster for Tua to be the second quarterback drafted. So it's for however many, I think it's like every hundred people it goes up in odds. So it started at minus 115. Now it's at plus 100 to be for him to be the second quarterback drafted. I'm going to have to keep, I'm just going to kind of keep an eye on it and see. Um, which avenue presents the most value because I do agree with everything that Terry has said here. I don't think, I don't see a trade happening, um, but I do. And I think the two is going to be the next, the second quarterback drafted. And for uh, like, I'm now I'm just going to start ranting. Like the people that want to take Herbert, Herbert hasn't lived outside of Oregon his entire life. And he's a self-proclaimed introvert. So <laughs> you want to take someone who hasn't been out of that state and have them go all the way to South Florida, which is just a city of big personalities and be the face of your franchise. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. I did, see, I did see something that Flores wanted like a 
alpha kind of guy as a quarterback. And I hate getting into like personality fits when talking about these draft picks, but at quarterback, there is a little bit more of a, uh, you know, there needs to be more of a personality fit. And a lot of these coaches, you know, they're putting the line on for this guy and if their guy usually doesn't, if their guy doesn't work out and he doesn't fit with your coaching staff, like you're out of a job. Like you really only have usually one or two shots at drafting a quarterback um, at one of these, you know, high pick teams. So, yeah. Um, yeah. They get our head coach who grew up in the Bronx in like a terrible neighborhood. Once a fucking, white kid from i think herbert's white right yeah <laughs> the white kid from oregon who's probably an anti-vaxxer probably doesn't have these vaccines fucking comes down to miami and just looking scared shitless like fucking measles. get out of here flores needs an alpha two is the alpha bet it bet it even odds Tua, terry takes us to it is the alpha yeah, yeah, yes. So, yeah, do that. Also, I didn't realize Tua was short for his full name, which is absurdly long. I don't yeah. know how to say it, so don't ask me. All right, we're going to move on to our bet slips. Um, I'm definitely going to have more picks than just these ones. I'm, I might write an article. haven't decided if I had the time yet, um, but I'm probably going to post all of them. Um, but we're going to do uh, – we're going to post on the Oddscast socials um are just bet slips that we're giving out on this podcast um you want to go one by one cap it at four or five sure we can we can snake draft we don't have to snake draft we We can do whatever the hell really but no like no like piggybacking don't say oh i like that like i'm gonna bet that do do something else i'm not going to look at joe joe's joe's already piggybacked on me once I just am giving a competing promo. Joe's a big piggybacker. Since you're such a big piggybacker, Joe, you go first. Yeah. All right. Piggyback Uh, on you. My first bet is uh, I'm taking under 0.5 running backs drafted in the first round. Um, It's plus 150 on FanDuel and DraftKings. So if you're only going to bet for me, if you were only going to bet one, I bet it on DraftKings and then use that 20% booster on that. Um, how, most many of the, units? What? how many units? Uh, how many units are we doing here? We're we doing like. Just do as many units you want. Oh, I, I'm, I'm probably putting two units on that. Um, this is a bet I've looked at. I like it. Um, the only thing that scares me is the Chiefs at 32. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know. I think there's a value because like most, a lot of the mocks are like 50, 50, whether a running backs drafted there or not. Well, I think you're betting for the notion that running backs don't matter. Um, this, I know, and, this is a surprising take for me. Yeah, and it is, it is think, odd. And I, <laughs> not odd. Yeah, Joe notoriously very pro running back. Um, but I, I agree with the, take that the running backs don't really matter you've seen running backs uh who weren't highly drafted you know compete and you know you saw raheem mostert in the playoffs undrafted player um cj anderson the year before um you can really pick up any of these guys really just off waivers or undrafted and as long as you have a good offensive line there really isn't much a running back can do with a bad offensive line so um unless you're like a really good team like the chiefs who have a lot of um weapons and just are looking to you know add somebody with crazy speed or um just somebody who can catch the ball out of the backfield i think that uh no running backs draft in the first round, especially this year like there's not a lot of running backs that you know last year you had jacobs that was in the top 10 barkley the year before that with kind of these like generational talents but this year it doesn't seem to be like that so i like it terry what about you yeah, uh, there's a bet that I might still do uh, that is somewhat similar, but a little different. Um, it's a deep running back class, but with the you know running backs being devalued and like you said, no generational talent, I think it's worth worth a shot. Um, what were the odds on it? Plus one fifty. Plus one fifty. Yeah. What the and you can if you use the booster on DraftKings, you can get 
I guess it would be like plus 180 something, right? Yeah, I mean, before I was looking at that before, like last week, and it was at minus 110. So I think it's jumped a lot. I don't know if there's been chatter about that Chiefs pick. Um, I don't even think there's real consensus over who the running back would even pick. Or it would be DeAndre Swift from Georgia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's him or Taylor, right? Like, Yeah. But, yeah, I think that it's a good bet. Um, I would piggyback off of you if I was a piggybacker, but I'm not going to do that. So, Terry, you're up. Oh, wow, I'm up. I mean, I won't, I won't do the Tua. I would put the Tua on there, but I won't do it because I've already gone at length through how I feel about Tua going to the Dolphins. Uh, I'm already bet, I already bet it. So, you know, bet at your own risk, but I'll, I'll segue from that. Actually, hold on, before you go, I want to say I, I'm, I have my notes here and I am mistaken that under 0.5 running backs was minus 110. It was plus 270 last week. So, um, yeah, it's gone down. It's not turning the other way. So sorry. Sorry, Terry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I wasn't in the middle of something. <laughs> um, yeah, so two, uh, two is definitely on my, my slip, but for, for the love of the game, for this game, I, I will not include it. Um, but related, I'm looking at the other quarterback that the Dolphins are allegedly, they're allegedly supposed to also looking at Jordan Love. But I'm looking at Herbert, um, anti-vaxxer, um, over, uh, picked uh, over five and a half, um, so sixth or later. Uh, that is minus 110 on William Hill. I think that yeah, I don't think the Dolphins are going to take him, so that's why. And I don't think the Chargers are going to trade up. So if the Chargers take him, you know, that's they're the sixth pick, so that's a winner. Um, if the Chargers pass and go defense, which I think is very, very, very possible, um, Herbert could fall to, you know, possibly outside the top 10. So with that being said, I'm going to put – Two and two point two units to win two on Herbert over five and a half picked after the five and a half. Okay, um, good. I like this bet too. Um, you know, I don't think the charge. We haven't really talked about the Chargers, so let's just get out that way now. Um, Chargers. I don't really believe that they have to draft a quarterback like people are saying. Like they have um Tyrod Taylor uh there's three veteran quarterbacks out there that are probably better slated to lead a team um going into their first season in a new stadium um the Chargers have a good defense on paper you know if they can put Cam Newton in there put Andy Dalton in there Jameis Winston even maybe um I think that might be a better option than reaching for a quarterback they think that they have to kind of create this quarterback of the future kind of vibe to it so yeah no i agree i don't i don't think they need to and they're in a division with patrick mahomes so might as well you know bolster the defense as much as possible and my conspiracy theory that i was telling you guys about earlier is that they could just suck and keep tyrod taylor you know build through this draft let anthony lynn be his terrible coaching self um and they you know just have a bad record they start selling selling some parts on offense like Keenan Allen, who's always injured, and then all of a sudden they're down towards the the, the top of the draft next year, and Trevor Lawrence falls in their lap. I like it. Um, you guys are doing two unit bets here, huh? Yeah, is there like a five? I don't know. I I like it. I like my would you would you entertain um, a Herbert over six points bet where you kind of hope for an Aaron Rodgers esque fall and he's sitting on a Zoom call um, in, in the uh, green room or wherever and just watching the the picks go by? Uh, yes, I was contemplating that because your exposure is not crazy either. No, yeah, you're pretty limited. It's going to be the third third pick or the. Yeah third through five fifth pick so i have been thinking about it and i haven't pulled the trigger yet so for now i'm just doing the over over five and a half minus 110 um i'm you know i'm gonna go my first pick um it's a bet that i have points bet but i'm also gonna bet the under on this because i've seen his stock just rise up until the draft 
Um, and I've seen a lot of talk about him going in the 18 to 22 range and his over under is 24 and a half. And that is Xavier McKinney, likely the first safety off the board. Um, this is at 27 on points bet. And if you're unfamiliar with points bet, uh, we've talked about it on the podcast a bunch. Um, it's basically a exponential betting system. So if like I bet $10 on under 27 and he gets picked number 17, that's 10 times 10. Um, you know, if it was 26, I would only get $10, 25, $20 like that. Um, but I do think, um, Xavier McKinney under 24 and a half, um, safety is a position where a lot of teams, um, are in need starting at 18 with the dolphins, Jaguars at 20 Eagles at 21, um, Vikings 22. There's, there's a lot of, and you know, a team could trade in to get him. Um, but he's going to be the first safety off the board. And I like him in that range, um, instead of falling in the late first round. So Xavier McKinney, um, under 24 and a half is the official bet minus 118. There's some juice just because like I've been saying, he's been, he's been rising on the boards. Um, I'm going to put 1.18 units on that to win back one unit. Good pick Dom. Good pick. I'm, uh, I'm looking Points bet has him to be the first safety off the board at minus two fifty, which is you know something I would also consider. I, I mm-hmm. still think there's value there. Yeah. All right, are we going snake reverse, or are you want to just go with Joe again? Um, it doesn't matter. You can go if you have one lined up. Just All right, I snake. talked about this a little bit before. Um, I'm gonna go Isaiah Simmons under six and a half plus 115 at DraftKings. Um, I'm going to put one unit on that. Um, like I said before, Simmons is my favorite player in this draft. Um, I think that teams are going to fall in love with the possibilities of what you can do on defense with him. Um, very similar kind of to Der- uh, Derwin James, who fell in the draft when he was drafted, I think it was two years ago. Um, but he is now pretty much an all pro safety. Um, even though he didn't really play last year. Um, I don't think teams are going to be making that mistake again. I think that he is highly ranked on a lot of these teams boards. Um, probably even two or three on a lot of these teams boards. And I think that a team could draft him, um, trade up to draft him with the giants at four. I think the giants could draft him before trade up to three. The lions could potentially draft him at three. You have a defensive coach there, um, with the lions. And then he's been increasingly linked to the Chargers at six. So, um, you know, there's a chance that teams do dumb things and don't draft uh, the a top three player in the top six picks. Um, but I'm going to go Simmons, uh, who is looking like a best player available kind of pick for a lot of these teams in the three to six range. So Simmons under six and a half plus one fifteen, uh, one unit. Oh, Dom, it's a uh, plus one thirty on point bet. Oh, so so oh plus one thirty. Yeah, plus one thirty under six and a half. Well, hello, Miss Lady. I was just looking at that. <laughs> that's why. All right, so that's one unit. Um, Terry, you're up. Uh, okay. Um, so. I'm going to hop into the uh, wide receiver waters. Very, very deep, some would say, uh, in this draft. And, I mean, if there's one thing that you can always count on, it is um, the Oakland Raiders taking the fastest player in the draft. (laughs) Uh, Al Davis's ghost shall be summoned uh, via this Zoom call. I'm not quite sure how Mike Mayock and John Gruden are going to figure out how to get on this Zoom call. And God knows that. Um, what's his name? What's the Davis? What's the son's name? I can't think of his name. Uh, like, there's no way he's going. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> I would he's, love. Yeah, I would, he still he still thinks PF Changs is open. Probably he, I he's gonna look like a fucking mop because he <laughs> hasn't had a haircut and God knows when. So he's just gonna be like a fucking poodle. Well, you can't see his eyes, like or with those dogs. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Those dogs, the blonde dogs, so you can't see their eyes. They're just like they look like a mop. He's gonna look like a mop. 
Um, so I, this, all that being said, it's going to be, you know, Raiders have the 12th pick overall. That's about one of the wide receivers are going to start coming off the board. Will the, the Jaguars could take a wide receiver. The jets could take a wide receiver. I don't know what the Browns are going to do. Who really cares? Um, but, uh, the Raiders, they love fast players. Al Davis, it's Vegas. They need some flash, they need some glitz, they need some glam. They need to show up on the strip in a red convertible. Just show everyone what's up. And that's why I'm taking the Raiders to pick uh, Henry Ruggs the third uh, to draft Henry Ruggs the third. It's uh, six to one uh, on DraftKings, and I will put a half you on that. Do you think that Ruggs is the first wide receiver drafted? Well, Joseph, interesting you said that because right next to that um, pick that I just made on my sheet of handwritten mess, I had Henry Ruggs, the first wide receiver, taken at four and a half to one. So I was I was contemplating it, um, but I it's you have the Jets, you have the Jags. I'm yeah. not sure that someone else might trade up to try to get like a Jerry Judy. I don't think so, but I think I just can't think of a better match made in heaven than the Raiders and Henry Ruggs. So um, I'd rather take the risk out of it. I'd rather, you know, it would suck to be right that he's going to go to the Raiders, but, you know, like CD Lamb's taken by the Jets. The Jets at 11. Yeah. yeah so, like, uh, I'd rather, I, I just think. Rugs, rugs, and Raiders, they both start with R. What more could you want, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it. Um, I think the Jets actually, from what I've been hearing and what I've been seeing, you know, living in Jersey and being in the New York media, that the pick is between an offensive lineman and a wide receiver. Uh, yeah. And it's, it looks like Thomas or like Lamb, I think. Yeah. So, knowing well, Adam Gase, no, knowing Adam Gase. It's gonna be alignment. That's why I was looking at Rugs to be first overall, but the Jets could always trade out of that pick too. So, yeah. Uh, Joe, you're up. Two picks. Um, so I'm gonna do uh, points bet. I think there's just some value here. Uh, I know we discussed it before, so I won't get too into it. Um, but they have uh, Wills to be drafted by the Giants at plus 100. Um, I've seen it all the way down. They, they say that it's listed at minus 115, or that's what it's boosted from, but I see it all the way down to like minus 150 on bet MGM. Um, so I think this is a little bit of like a safer bet, and uh, I'm just going to put one unit on that. Um, I think the Giants wind up going with him out of Alabama. Um, secondly, uh, I think that I, like I, I just to kind of I know we just talked about this, but I was looking at it and I think that CD Lamb, I'm going to bet plus 110 to be the first wide receiver drafted on bet MGM um, one unit. I think that he like some of his metrics, like namely like yards after catch. Um, those are all things that I think are valuable in today's NFL. Um, he like leads by a crazy margin. Let me pull up this. So uh, basically uh, what I was looking at is I, I just think that he's been able to shine and like show what he could do in Oklahoma. And uh, I like the, I like the ability. And I think that Jerry Judy's getting hit a little bit, or they're kind of talking about him a little bit more in terms of the fact that he played mostly out of the slot. And uh, I think lamb gives you a little bit more flexibility in terms of how he's going to fit into an NFL offense. I think, and I think the Jets will probably take him, um, but I do think he's the best uh, wide receiver in the class. All right. So what was that? First over, first wide first receiver? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you cut out on my feed because I have terrible internet in my house. Uh, sorry for that. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough life I live. Uh, right. My turn, right? Yes. Oh, wow. Thanks. How many picks are we doing? Four or We're five? Doing four. We're doing four. Okay. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to do 
it's similar to Joe's first pick overall. I'm going to do DeAndre Swift. Is that his first name, DeAndre? That's right. Or DeAndre. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take him uh, not to be drafted in the first round. It's even money on FanDuel. Um, I don't. He's projected most mock drafts to go in the first round, or many of them would be the top running back in the draft. But um, I don't know. Running back is such a weird because there's no, um, you know, standout running back, and it could really go on, you know, what you your team needs are. Um, I think that him falling outside of the first round is very likely. Uh, you could win my bet and Joe's bet at the same time. Um, because if you look at how some teams have them ranked, you know, you have Taylor, you have, um, Jonathan Taylor. If you're looking, you have, um, Edward Zolaire out of LSU, um, JK Dobbins. It's kind of similar to the offensive lineman situation, except most of these running backs can go in the second round. So I, I just, I don't think uh, DeAndre Swift is going to go in the first round, and then you're getting plus money. I think there's value there. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what I got there. All right, um, my so I got two picks here. First one is going to be the bet that I settled on when we were talking about that was offensive lineman. Um, I'm going with Andrew Thomas from Georgia as the first offensive tackle drafted, plus six hundred. Uh, for 0.5 units. And the interesting thing is here, you know, normally the first offensive lineman drafted is a plug and play left tackle blindside protector. And Wills played right tackle in college. Works played right tackle in college. Becton had a failed drug test and uh, Matt Miller um, on Twitter at NFL draft scout said five days ago, hearing from a lot of very different sources this morning that Andrew Thomas could be the first offensive tackle off the board. Um, so I think plus 600 is a great value here. Like we said, um, offensive linemen just kind of all together here. But I think the fact that he was a left tackle uh, for two or three years in college, um, you know, with not a lot of workouts, teams are going to be looking at those tapes. And I think Thomas has a very good chance to be the first offensive lineman drafted this year, whether the giants go somewhere else um, with, you know, somebody like Simmons um, and somebody else picks him. I think that, or even the giants could draft him. You know, the, I just think that this offensive line market is just so up in the air this year that I would take a flyer on Thomas first offensive tackle plus 600. And I'm actually going to do a uh, 0.25 units here. I'm not going to get too crazy with it at six to one. Is it off? Is it, Offensive lineman or offensive tackle? First off, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, but it's the first offensive uh, lineman. Um, the only other interior lineman um, that's projected to be in the first round is Cesar Ruiz um, yeah. from Michigan. Um, so, but that's actually where I'm going to go, uh, kind of in my offensive lineman uh, bets here. Uh, I was talking to a very good friend of mine who's a diehard 49ers fan uh, right before this podcast. And everyone and every mock draft out there has the Niners taking a wide receiver at 13, a pick that they got for DeForest Buckner um, and the Colts. Um, but he is he's telling me and he's very, he's very well read on the Niners beat writers um, and the feel of the team. He's telling me that he's very confident that the Niners will not take a wide receiver with their first pick. And that right now in the betting markets, Niners take a wide receiver with their first pick is like minus 200. Um, And there is a lot of room for them to either trade down or wait for one of these tackles to maybe slip through the cracks and take a tackle. Um, There's a lot of wide receivers in the second round they could like. And, you know, that aren't the top three wide receivers in Lamb, Judy or Ruggs. Um, so I'm going with the Niners first pick to be an offensive lineman at plus 700.25 units. He thinks that that is where the Niners are going to land um, with their first pick, either through a trade down or wait for one of these tackles like Beckton to fall through the cracks at 13. And I just think that that's a crazy um, value, uh, plus 700. There. So. It's interesting that you say that, too, because PointsBet has – 
pro or uh, odds for teams to trade away their first round pick. And the Niners are minus 250, which is, I think, actually the highest odds or them and the Vikings are like the highest odds to trade their first round pick. So like any mock that you see that has them staying put, it almost seems like it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Like you shouldn't be looking at that um, market as like reliable almost. Yeah, and that's what I think. I think a lot of people are just say, seeing like, okay, the Niners have a need at wide receiver. They probably want a playmaker like Ruggs, um, but the Niners, from what I hear and what the markets are saying, they desperately want to trade down. And if they trade down later in the first round, they do have a pick at uh, 31. Um, but if they end up in like the 25, 26 range, you know, there's a lot of linemen at the end of the first round that can make that plus 700 a reality. Josh Jones um, at Houston, Cesar Ruiz, we talked about from Michigan, Isaiah Wilson, Georgia, and uh, Ezra Cleveland, Boise State. Like there's a lot of linemen um, out there. And I think that that's, uh, you know, I think this is, should be like plus 300 instead of plus 700. So I'm jumping on that. Yeah, the Dolphins have been linked to trading with the 49ers because the Dolphins want to trade up um, if one of those four tackles is still available. So that could be a match made in heaven. Dolphins have the 18th and 26th pick. So I yeah. concur. So, yeah, those are my four. Um, we'll go over the four at the end uh, before we cut the break. But Terry and Joe, finish it up. Okay. Uh, I don't think I gave units. Is there a unit limit for this? I don't remember. Just keep it around. Keep it around four or five. Okay. I'll I'll do I'll do a unit and uh, half on the DeAndre Swift bet because I didn't I didn't uh, give one. I don't think. No. Um, so for my last pick, I'm gonna go. Um, going to go to Notre Dame Fighting Irish team that I root for college college athletics uh Cole Komet tight end at Notre Dame he is the best tight end in the draft uh minus 300 to be the first tight end drafted um which is around like this probably the, the first half of the second round but I'm going to roll the dice here and do a half unit on him, Cole Komet, to be drafted in the first round. Uh, it's plus 600 on DraftKings. Um, I just think, you know, towards the end, the back end of the draft, uh, teams don't need as much. You know, you see a lot of teams um, in the late 20s or, you know, where the teams that were in the Super Bowl um, trade out of the first round um, or, you know, take – positions in need or they're you know like the 49ers they don't have a lot of picks in the draft and they're towards the end of the first round they're going to take you know a player that they want that you know might not necessarily make it through the second round or you know to them in the third round um so i think there's a possibility that team you know with tight end class being very thin this year and teams may be looking for you know a playmaker he's only he's i think 20 years old or yeah, he's, he's not 21 yet um, to just, you know, go out and get a good pass catching tight end with, you know, how offenses are going in the NFL. You just saw Gronk come out of retirement um, and he's probably going to be picked in the top, you know, first five rounds of fantasy football. So there's a need for tight ends in the league. And I think that someone could roll the dice in, in the first round go after a tight end so he's the best tight end in the draft you're getting six to one odds crazier things have happened so i I uh, think it seemed like the seahawks at 27 that do weird things at the end of the first round they could be looking for a tight end packers at 30 um like you said a team trading in isn't uh isn't out of the question either so no yeah and i mean even kansas city at 32 you could pair him with kelsey and it's tight ends. A, it's a fickle position because you can get beat up real quick. Um, so it's not a bad idea to always <laughs> have the air parent waiting. Um, so yeah, so I'll do a half unit on, on Cole six, six to one on DraftKings. which if you know, you could always use the boost, get it up to seven plus, uh, seven twenty. All right, Joe, finish this out. Um, so I'm going to bring us, bring us back to the original discussion that we had about who the lions take, 
Um, I think that they're going to take Brown. Um, I don't think a team is going to trade up for this pick. So uh, Brown has been listed between like plus 400, plus 450 for him to go third. But I don't think that, and I don't think you guys would disagree with me that there's really any question that the top two goes Burrow Young. So yeah, I, I think that it would be a complete shock. Yeah, uh, I think it would be the Redskins that would fuck that up. But I think that it's pretty set in stone. Yeah. So there's on bet MGM and most of the other websites also have uh, this type of bet where you can bet. You can basically parlay the first three picks. But bet MGM has it at the best odds of plus 500 for it to go Burrow, Young, Brown. Um, so at plus 500, I'm going to put half a unit on that and that'll close out my slip there. All right. Exciting stuff. I wish. All right. So Joe, um, do you have yours listed? I can read them off if you want. Yeah, I have it. I have it listed. So just list off your thing. Are you going to read it? Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I have uh, (laughs) under, I have, under 0.5 running backs in the first round, plus 150 um, for two units on uh, DraftKings if you want to use that boost. Uh, then I have Wills plus 100 to the Giants, uh, one unit on points bet. I have CD Lamb plus 110 uh, to be the first wide receiver drafted, one unit on bet MGM. And Brown, Young, or Burrow, Young, Brown, plus 500 on bet MGM for half a unit. All right, Terry. I have uh, Herbert drafted uh, six pick or over five and a half, uh, two units to win or two to, to win two units minus one ten on William Hill uh, Raiders to draft Henry Ruggs six to one at a half a unit. Uh, DeAndre Swift not to be drafted in the first round at even odds on FanDuel, uh, betting one and a half units, and Cole Kmet to be drafted in the first round, uh, half a unit uh, at six to one odds on DraftKings. All right, and I have Xavier McKinney under 24 and a half, minus 118, 1.18 units um, on DraftKings. Isaiah Simmons under six and a half, plus 130, one unit on points bet. Andrew Thomas, first offensive line drafted plus 600.25 units on DraftKings. And then 49ers, first pick to be an offensive lineman, plus 700, also 0.25 units. Those are our bet slips. They will be posted online for you to uh, look at them at the Ozcast pods on Twitter and at the Ozcast on Instagram. Um, We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some quarantine shit and leave you with episode 31. Daniel, take them out of here. Book them. All right, and we're back. We're just going to end it with a little pods and recs to take you out for episode 31. Producer Corey, what do you recommend since yeah. uh, we didn't really hear from you for the last 50 minutes? Um, I'm going to recommend uh, the movie Honey Boy, the Shia LaBeouf flick on Amazon. I watched it on a whim on Sunday and it was delightfully disturbing. It was pretty good. Um Child, the, the world of child actors is just a fucked up place, and uh, his is fucked up in a way you wouldn't expect. Is that the one where he so plays I, his dad too? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good because he he loves and hates his father for what he did. I uh, wouldn't have the career he had without him. Just watching, what a dynamic! Anyone else <laughs> want to recommend something? Yeah, so I uh, I recommend if you have. A spare HDMI cord, even if you don't, um, I don't. I think those are you still in supply. You can order those. Um, get yourself an HDMI cord, and when you do your Zoom calls or like your Skype calls, like how we're recording this right now, uh, link up. If your laptop has it, link up your laptop to your TV. It's a dramatically different experience. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's good for your neck. It's good for your eyes. Like you sit back on the couch. Um, Highly recommend that. So if you can, see if your laptop has the HDMI hookup and uh, order one for a couple bucks. How much porn have you watched on your TV so far in quarantine? Um, I haven't because the only computer (laughs) that has the HDMI port for me is my work computer. 
So we're not gonna go down that. You're gonna be the first guy to do that. Yeah. Fine. Also, if you just get an Apple TV and and airstream it, or probably Fire Stick too, does the same thing. Yeah. So. Um. And get rid of the cords. Whatever. We got a cord. 2020, dude. <laughs> I'm laying around. Some people might have their HDMI cords laying around. So. I don't sh- doubt it. Worth a shot. <laughs> You could take yours from the Xbox that you returned. No, I still have it. I'm ashamed of myself, though. <laughs> I don't recommend buying an Xbox on a whim. On I a call Saturday it duty. Morning. Pussy. Uh, I, I downloaded. I I haven't played yet. I try. I couldn't get on the server. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's been an issue. That's actually been an issue recently. All the jokes that people, people make about old people being on Facebook, like... I I get it now because I haven't played video games in over eight years and I don't know how to use my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing a game I was and I didn't know how to get back to like the main Xbox menu. Like oh, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't figure out how to get out of the game. <laughs> That's on. I had to Google it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is something a fucking 55-year-old man yeah, says. Yeah. He went to Google. Right, back to the menu. And, like, <laughs> and, like, and downloading games takes forever. So it's like, hey, just, give me, just give me a disc. Just give me a disc. Yeah, I'm very out on the downloading games thing. I hate it. Yeah. So what a waste going, of time it's, space. It's going well. Uh, what's what's your recommendation, Terry? Uh, my recommendation on the other end to balance out your um, ill-advised video game playing uh, is the Peloton app, Dominic. Uh, <laughs> it's great. It's it's a great it's a great way to work out. Um, they have all different types of workouts. You don't need the bike. I don't have the bike. I'm not sure I'll ever buy the bike. Maybe, but uh, I've been doing a lot of yoga be going to be very flexible going to probably by the time quarantine's over going to join a traveling circus and be an acrobat because i'm so goddamn flexible now um but yeah it's great you can you can airplay it onto your tv so you don't need an hdmi cord and you know it's it's a good way to stay motivated while you're inside and they also I do like very you can run they can like yell at you to do sprints and stuff that's what i need i need people to yell at me I do like yoga a lot. I miss my yoga studio. Um, yeah, on it, so. It's got yoga box. Yeah. It's a nice navy, navy color. Oh, don't need Zen the blocks. Zen Terry. Um, oh, don't need the blocks. I'm flexible. Well, I'm not. Okay, Dominic? I'm not. <laughs> I'm get there. I'm sorry. That was a little humble brag. Uh, perfection we try for perfection that's that's actually right that it's against it's against the spirit of yoga to make fun of you for needing a block i'm so sorry yeah i guess you guys haven't seen that documentary i'm a yoga guy Uh, bikram yoga yeah he like literally calls people fat and he's like calling them pieces of shit if they can't reach their toes (laughs) it's fucking amazing yeah you gotta watch it dominic that's where dominic practices (laughs) yes apparently very controversial figure in the world of yoga um, I'm going to recommend, uh, something not technological, um, because I feel like I've been, uh, looking at my computer screen too much. Um, I did some home improvement stuff over the weekend and on, uh, yesterday, um, painted an entire bedroom. Um, if you don't have a house, um, you can look for paint, painting paint the white. <laughs> paint something um but it's uh it's great to just see mentally like having a project and finishing it that's not on the computer and uh it was very uh relaxing throw some tunes on you know get the tape out draw some uh straight lines really really clean edges um and it was good so i highly recommend it measure measure twice cut once i have to agree i replaced the doorknob last weekend and it was one of the most fulfilling things i've done in the last month yeah that's kind of nice. Yep. Very nice. Doorknob guy now. All right. Episode 31. Thank you for listening. NFL Draft Special episode is over. We're going to post our picks on the socials, and we'll see you uh, maybe maybe at the end of the week uh, for a quick uh, recap pod. But um, And around two and three, because only the first, uh, first round is uh, tomorrow. So namaste to all, and uh, see, you, yeah. see you next time. God bless. Namaste.
Yeah. Draft day, Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? Draft day, A. Wiggins. Fuck that other side, bitch, we stay winning. Oh man, you know I had to do it for you. You know I had to do it for you. Yeah. Suits and ties yelling out, pay the guys, man, I had to do it for you. You know I had to do it for you. You know I had to do it for you. Oh man, oh man, oh man, man, you know I had to. Sometimes I laugh with God about how you can't stop me. I'm his darkest angel, probably, but he still got me. Yeah. I'm getting mine, but still I better live The shit I set aside to make sure that my people getting by Brunch with some guitar royals and my cup is all oil You know it's rare when your niggas will take the fall for you All loyal, so you keep egging me on And we gon' have to crack your shell just to prove to you you ain't hard-boiled mm. Last night I tried some raw oysters Man, that boy growing up quick That boy know he this shit That boy singing on every song when he know he can spit That boy manifested it That boy knew it was written That boy did it on purpose That boy know that they shitting on you when they can't get past you You should've followed all my moves You won't realize the after And if I left this shit to Chance I would've picked a name like Chance the Rapper Yeah, no offense cause I don't know that nigga I focus on making records and getting bigger just hits, no misses, that's for the married folks Tell them fix my suite up cause I'm coming home I heard they talking crazy, I was out of town You know they love to pop all that shit when I'm not around But when I'm here, not a sound That'll make me snap, jot it down Go in the booth and lay a body down Know some Somalis that say we got it, wallahi Get us donuts and coffee, we'll wait for him in the lobby And I gotta tell him chill Sprite got me on payroll, let that man live They say okay if you say so, see whatever I say go I play like I'm on Royce, no Conseco, no Oakland A's though Shout out to Beto, I think I'm on my 8th flow Just watch me paint flow, we all do it for the art So I can never hate though, signing off on more deals Than a lawyer with a heavy caseload How the game turn into the Drake show Dog, what the fuck happened to so-and-so, where did they go? Too worried about bitches in fashion, they go missing in action and then you never notice they missing On some Hunger Games shit, I would die for my district Jennifer Lawrence, you can really get it Yeah, I mean for real, girl, you know I had to do it for you You know I had to do it for you You know I had to, oh wait, sidebar Left some beat at the end so that all of you fuck niggas Could loop it and get your lies off Season Yeah, draft day, Johnny Manziel Five years later, how am I the man still? Draft day, A. Wiggins Fuck that other side, bitch, we stay winning Oh man, you know I had to do it for you You know I had to do it for you Yeah, suits and ties yelling out Pay the guys, man, I had to do it for you You know I had to do it for you you know I had to do it for you Oh man, oh man, oh man, man You know I had to